All right, we are recording. If it, I don't know how Zoom works because I'm 65. So if it, um, <laughs> I'm, it like the recording. Really, I'm like really mature for my age. And I'm, I, like, I'm like really I old. I'm not, I'm not of this don't time. Know how technology works. I don't know how to, uh, I'm really do, old. I don't know how to uh, do what I got to do. So <clears> I'm going to just, I'm going to just blame it on my age and not take responsibility for toes, my lack of toes. You want to explain that to the peoples? Yeah, sure. So if you're on video or if you're on audio, I'm just showing my toes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have these like uh, toe splay thingies. It's just like silicone that I put in between my toes to to make them like splay to put them apart. Because, um, well, that's how feet naturally are, right? Babies all has splayed feet and a lot of indigenous people even have like um their toe like their big toe even almost looks like a thumb that's how like out it goes so sp- spread your thumb or spread your hand right that's almost how their thumb their toe looks is that the best way for your toes to be it, it's just healthy yeah because the reason people's toes or feet become so like deformed or like people like have flat feet and think it's genetics i mean sure it's it's genetics but it's it's a genetic expression of the environment and um that's what's causing that genetic expression is it's the environment it's not like you're you're born with flat feet or not maybe like some anomalies but generally like 99.9 percent of people are not and we're supposed to have healthy arches and splayed feet because that's how we're like the the feet is our first contact to the ground so for good balance good like mechanics that is the way it should be Mm. and i think for the the toe splay is just if you would if you do want to like go back into the natural like you know like splayed feet it's more comfortable too and it circulates more blood flow to your feet like you've seen uh lebron james's feet like those things are ugly dude like his pinky his pinky toe is like on top of the other one and they're all just like cramped like they don't look like they're having a good time he plays a crazy ass sport too i don't know well i i I don't know if it's because the sport i think it's the shoes because the shoes like cramp your toes and inside of them and like just the shape of the the shoes aren't yeah the shape of your feet right all right one second let me uh because i i want to pull up my notes and i'm gonna put on this thing i don't know if it's gonna end the recording so if it does we'll just restart just in case well why do you think why do you think niggas stop making feet making making feet like (laughs) (laughs) why do you you think they stopped like why do you think shoes have been designed the way they're designed um well, first thing that comes to mind is like dress shoes, right? Like the pointy, like. So it's cool like the beauty, and, the beauty yeah, aspect the kind of overrode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aesthetic got the priority. And also just like, comf- like quote unquote comfort, right? Because like Nike came out with the Air Max and like the, the soles, right? And then they got Jordan to wear it. And then now everybody's wearing it because it's 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 Jordan. It's a it's yeah. a, a Jordan shoe, and it's fucking like, you know, it's it's cool. It's cool to own it. And then people aren't taught. I mean, no one's taught, right? No one's taught this stuff, so they're they're just not aware that the shoes that they're wearing is detrimental to their feet health. 
and inevitably their whole system because your feet ground you. And any compromises made at the feet, there are going to be compensations made by the body up the chain, no matter what. Because that's how your body adapts. Because we're resilient, that happens. Mm. Well, that's a little prelude. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's switch to the actual real topic. Action. Right. Action. Um, action. But uh, honestly, to me, the entire thing is just based on Nick's video. Because, like, from the actually, oh my God, that's a great segue. Because he fucking. Yeah, because Nick is the, the, the founder the of uh, the Foot Collective. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I'll link the video, but he basically just has a video and it was, we're kind of late on this, but um, it's yeah. probably like a month ago when the lockdown got I mean, truly we're like 10 months late because yeah, <laughs> yeah. the pandemic started a while ago. Um, yeah, but, um, the, but the first... I mean, I'm glad that we, we, we did now, we chose to do it now because a lot of information has come out and I've, I've, we've had time to digest it. And also things are starting to reopen soon too. So we want to, yeah. like, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen. Cause yeah, you things know, are last involved, time, like, like last there's time like, an... tried, sorry, go ahead. Last time we tried to, to, to reopen, you know, shit went bad and then we closed again. And then are we going to keep going through the cycle until maybe people start to get vaccinated and the vaccine actually works yeah. that we're going to keep like reopening, closing, reopening, closing, reopening, closing, or, uh, is are we going to find a way to actually open shit up? But here's the thing. And, and that's the point. That's what we're getting to is the whole idea of like, we're, we're actually, maybe I shouldn't get into this. Actually, no, um, we're getting into, we're letting, we're outsourcing the, the, the power and we're yeah. essentially letting, giving it away to people who don't know more, who don't necessarily know more than they do more, no more than we do. But they just have the the authority to look like they do. So we just have this. It's actually a fallacy. Like, isn't it a fallacy? Oh, biggest, like, biggest fallacy ever, bro. Like, whatever it's called, appeal to authority. It's one of the fucking uh, things that uh, I learned in philosophy class. Appeal to authority. It's like you don't even consider the argument. You just assume it's true because right. someone of authority said it, even though those people might not yeah. know. And then all those all those facts, so-called facts, are actually just fallacies. And they're always changing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It, you know what? It, the funny thing is, they're, it's, it's not necessarily changing. They're modifying it. Yeah. It's being modified. It's not being changed because people are like, like there are oh, thousands of doctors and like very intelligent people who have actually looked into this topic. They've looked at the statistics of like the excess mortality, like hospitalizations, like, suicide rates and everything that and like happens because of the lockdowns and like people are dying from COVID and there is massive merit in what they're saying. And they're saying that number one, the virus isn't as deadly as people think or has, or has modeled to like the, th the reason we've modeled, the reason we have lockdowns is based on the models, right? This many X number amount of people are going to die. And these models were 10 times off 10 X. 10 times and and we are sacrificing so much right people are dying of like other things like people are like people are worse starting to worry that lockdowns are causing more harm than the actual virus and i think my problem or like my frustration with that is that like 
people kind of like default and say, oh, you got to save people. Like there's, there's a sense of mentalism. People are dying. The, the virus is real. Like, yeah. oh, you're so, like, like people often, yeah, people often, often just default to, oh, you think the virus is fake and it's blah, blah, blah. Like it's very nuanced. And I think most majority of people haven't bothered or put in the effort or they don't have the time to really go this deep into this rabbit hole of quote unquote conspiracy because now it's not a conspiracy anymore. Like there are facts and there there's evidence that backs like these claims up. Right. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is that it's not being addressed. These, these things that are being um, brought up or like spoken about by thousands of doctors are not being addressed by the governments, the actual authority, which tells me that there is not enough integrity in this establishment. Well, there's also this thing. Oh, sorry. Finish your point. Yeah. Which is like, which is like clear to us, right? It's like, I'd say most young people our age know that the establishment has no integrity, right? (laughs) They have all all cops or bastards, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can go on and on, right? Yeah. The establishment does not have integrity. And my, like, I don't understand how, um, oh, or I'm, like, confused. I don't, I don't see how they don't make the connection between that and everything that's happening right now. There's a, there's a few things. Um, the first, the first is, is, is the way people got caught up in this in the first place is the fear that was produced when it first came out. Yeah. Right. You're in the news that it was in China or when it blew up in Italy, you heard like there's this thing and then you're, and then people are comparing it to things that have come before to other viruses. Could it be as bad, as bad, as bad as this? Could it be the next black plague? Could it be this? Could it be that? And then all the news is telling you is that like, uh, when it first came out, I think like people were like in the states, like over two million people could die from like it, yeah. we gave it, we gave it a, a, a lethal lethal rate that was that was completely way higher, like you said, ten x. And every single every single model has been incorrect since. Every single model. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Uh, the thing, the thing I've also been seeing also in the news is that there's a lot of ego wrapped up in how many cases each, especially in Canada, each province has. So it's almost as if provinces are competing with each other to see who could get the least cases and look the, and, and like look the least bad to each other. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, when people get very egotistical, they'll try to look good by any means necessary, right? So, so you don't, you don't, we don't, do we even know if, there, if those numbers are correct? Because we also heard some shit about how if someone has COVID and dies in a car accident, it's registered as a COVID death. Yeah. The Centers for Disease Control have updated their death counts for coronavirus and reveal yet again that COVID-19 is rarely the actual cause of death among coronavirus patients. According to the CDC themselves, of the 220,000 deaths attributed to the coronavirus, 87,000 of them died from pneumonia and influenza. Another 17,000 died from chronic respiratory diseases and 26,000 died from respiratory distress syndrome. 44,000 patients died from hypertensive diseases, 23,000 died from heart disease, and a whopping 28,000 died from cardiac arrest and heart failure. Yet all of these, even patients who died from heart attacks, were marked down as dying from the coronavirus.
not to mention that the test that's being used or that has been used for the last 10 months, PCR, isn't reliable, right? Now they come up with a, a new, new uh, nucleic testing, NAT, nucleic acid testing kit, which is said to be more reliable. But for the past 10 months, we've been using something that hasn't been reliable, and we've been basing everything off of this. Everything, right? Cases yeah. like, oh, this person died, that's testing for COVID. Right, that's that's the thing that we've used, or that's but, that has been used. But I think to me, it's not even about like picking any sides about who's right and who's wrong. It's about trying to be the most practical way, like to try and be as practical as possible, so that we get we have the least cases possible, but that also people aren't fucking like stressed out about mm-hmm. how they're gonna keep making a living. Or some people are very like social. And now that they can't get it, it literally fucks with people's heads sometimes yeah. that they have to stay home all the time. Me, I'm a homebody. I can handle it, but some people can't. And it's crazy how some people are like, oh, well, the world doesn't revolve around those people who are social. Like people are dying and their own need to be social shouldn't overweight people die. But the thing is, like, there's a there's a lack of balance in that because, yeah, people aren't dying, but like other people are getting depressed. Other people's mental health people are dying like, from degenerating. poverty, man. Like people have been dying from poverty. Like it's like the other the other fucking the, the news thing about the homeless guy who died because uh, the curfew thing in Quebec where uh, there's a yeah, there was an ATM. Party, right? He was right. Yeah, he was trying to hide from cops because cops were giving fines to homeless people for being out past the curfew. Homeless people. We're getting fines for not finding a home <laughs> at the curfew. So the guy didn't want to find. So what did he do? He fucking was trying to find a hiding spot. Ended up like sleeping in a bathroom stall, one of those public ones, the, like the blue ones that be out on construction sites. And then literally just froze to death overnight. I'm just gonna. I'm editing right now. I'm just gonna quickly correct myself. I don't think he was running away. I don't think the homeless guy was running away from the cops uh, to not get a fine. From reading the article. And like reading because that's the way that's how I was told the story but from reading the article just now it's just that the authorities were not allowing shelters to accept people past a certain time which I think is a curfew time and I think some of them just didn't allow people to have beds in their shelters at all so they didn't they couldn't accept that guy in the shelter so overnight he just had to find somewhere to sleep and that's how it happened he just found a porta potty and then I guess from that is how he froze to death Sorry, just to clarify myself. So now what do we like like what about that? You know what I mean? Like what about <laughs> you know, you know? Yeah. So I think to me it's not even about whether or not like lockdowns are effective, whether or not masters. It's like, why are we letting why do we constantly have default into letting people make decisions for us? When yeah. when you as an individual have more power than you think. So the thing, the main point about about what Nick but what Nick was seeing in the video is just like, and what you always say too, it's like, dude, oh, actually the point is right here. Assuming assuming this virus is something that is in the air at all times, something that is part of our ecosystem because it's a virus, it has to, oh shit, I'm getting a call. I'm gonna call later. Let me send him a message real quick. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yo, I'm recording with Akris. I'm gonna call you like in maybe 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, 
assuming that it's something that's in the air, which it essentially is, which is why we have to we wear masks so it doesn't like come to the us theoretically speaking, we don't know if it like of course it may not work, it may may not. We've seen it yeah. work, whatever. That's a different topic. I don't care about that discussion. Sure. Um, what is important is not whether actually it's I do care about that discussion. <laughs> what is important? Everything, everything is very relevant. And but it's I, I see what you mean. It's like how do we empower ourselves? Yeah. And what is the best way to go about it? Um, um what is important is not whether you're exposed to it, because you essentially always are, but how capable your body is at defending itself yeah. against it. What's and and I was actually thinking about this yesterday and how like the whole like Darwinistic like survival of the fittest thing has like really driven into society that like you have to be the strongest right you have to like, it, like there, there's there's two realities like survival of the fittest means the same thing as the weak become obsolete right it's the exact same thing but the like the trajectory that each um like phrase has is way different right so survival of the fittest, I'll just like, and it might not make sense. It's just my thought process. And it was, I was also like trying to like, I have a bias and I'm trying to make, make it make sense in my head because I mean, to me it does. And I think it's, it's valid. So survival of the fittest kind of encourages people to protect the weak, right? Because you are the fittest and they are strong. The, the, the stronger are the fittest are strong, right? So it kind of implies like a competence at birth. Yeah. In a sense, not necessarily always. So what this kind of leads to is like survive of the fittest, kill the weaker ones, and you survive, but you survive alone. Whereas the weak become obsolete kind of encourages you to become stronger, right? Become strong and learn from the strong. And you gain competence from experience. And instead of killing the weak and surviving alone, you teach the weak and you learn to thrive together. Yeah. Which is, it encourages community. Yeah. So these two, like, these two are, are even though they're like the exact same, they're diametrically opposed on the same axis. Yeah. And I think right now people are, I don't, I don't know, like to me, it kind of, um, it does make sense to an extent, but to me, it's like it's still survival of the fittest, right? Whereas we should be saying the weak become obsolete. So how do we become strong? Right. That, that to me makes more sense. Instead of how do we run more, away from it? And more practical. Yeah, exactly. You know? Cause, cause, and that's the, that's the, that's the thing with like specifically Western way of handling shit like this is always like, Never get to the root. Never ever get to the root. Just fix the symptoms. Never get to the cause of the symptoms. Just fix oh. the symptoms. You got pain. Let's numb the fucking part of your brain that register pain <laughs> for not, eight, not only for that hours. Not only that. Like oh, pill. this this genius finds a cure for cancer or a certain disease. Let's ruin his career and suppress <laughs> all of his technologies. And the funny thing is, it's like, this has happened again and again and again in history. And people aren't, people aren't taught it. 
They stop keep making going. money once you stop taking the pills, once you stop taking the medica- mm-hmm. the medication. They don't make you buy the medication. Even if you even if insurance pays for it, you pay for insurance. Right. You, <laughs> so, you, get, you get to treat it like throughout your lifetime instead of being healed forever. And this is this is not the time to get idealistic and utopian. We know how the world works. People are greedy, especially in capitalistic society. Like people get greedy. So for you to completely like understand that aspect of the world and then choose to ignore it for this specific thing is is like what what are you doing (laughs) you know what i mean it's like it applies to everything like it's like people people have a tendency to not want to admit when they don't know what the fuck they're talking about especially when they're a position of authority and people expect them to know what the fuck oh man those are that's the worst because not only have they like spent thousands of dollars getting that education they spent the time doing it and they've taught other people that this is the way. So Bro, they're like, now to like falter and like um, just admit they're wrong. What happens to their ego? They, they can't, they can't let go. Like they, they're not able to like admit, right? So there's so much bundled up in that. And the thing about, uh, about the fear and the stress that comes with this is like, um, uh, next, there's a connection between your bad mental, emotional, spiritual health and your physical health, which is why um, you, I, I mean, there's countless, countless fucking accounts of this. If people like that get, that get diagnosed with cancer, get told they have a certain amount of time to live, those people seeing that like, bro, I have nothing to like, there's an, like, I'm about to die. Let me just do whatever the fuck I want for the last few moments I have alive. And then they actually start to like <laughs> live stress-free and do whatever the fuck they want. Go into remission. Like it's- they go into remission because there's a connection between like, it's not separate. Like mm-hmm. what the way you are in, like the way you are inside mentally, spiritually, like whatever affects your physical and then, and then vice versa. So they yeah. feed off each other and then they usually like uh, get a feedback loop going. So if you feel good, your body makes you feel good, makes you understand you feeling good physically and then you feel good mentally and then it keeps going back and forth like it feeds back. So when you're under stress, same thing. So what are people like what how many people are getting sick? Other sicknesses from the fact that they're so stressed out and so scared of this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's like we're and we're constant and that's that, the thing we're that was, yeah, losing that's, our power. That's definitely like one of my biggest problems with this whole thing and the, the way that es- the establishment has approached it because every single scientific study has to account for placebo. What does that exactly. tell you? Exactly. Placebo is a gold standard to seeing like the truth, right? Because it is the truth, it seems, right? Because if you give someone a sugar pill, and tell them that it's a magic pill, it might work. What do you think is going to happen when you tell people there's a virus going around and it's deadly as fuck? And that you're and, and you're and seeing your family is putting them at risk and seeing and like other people are dangerous. What do you think that's going to do to your head? Especially when the mass conversation. Mm-hmm. Niggas will believe in manifestation until it's not convenient for them. Like you're, dude. Like if you think your body cannot handle this shit once you get it, and you believe in it, hundred percent with hundred percent certainty, when you get it, your body is not going to be able to fight it for the same. And, and that's why. That and that's why I think it's so irresponsible. Like it, that, it is irresponsible for the government and like the news to be pushing this every single day. Like that is not responsible. <laughs> every, like, 
why? It doesn't make any sense. Like, like there's so much science about like just the placebo itself and like how the mind affects literally matter. Like the cell, the only God that the cell knows is the mind, you know? Exactly. And if you'd infect society with that thought on a mass scale, shit like this happens. You know, people, it's, it's like, it's mass hysteria. People can't tell that it's just pure emotion and fear and, and they don't bother even, or they're not able to, like, you know, they're not able to look into it because of that fear. A fair point Nick brought up is, is that government uh, employees have been getting paid this entire time. They haven't lost their job. Oh, yeah. they and I, and you know what, man? I, work, I worked at a small business right before this. Right, mm, small business. And my boss was telling me, like, all of his friends in the government are at home chilling. In fact, they have more time for leisure than before. And where they're like, yo, like, come play tennis with me. My boss me. is like, yo, I can't. Like, I, I'm trying to keep my business alive. Like, I'm scraping by. So everyone this who is isn't contrast. a government person, everyone who owns a business, a small little business that isn't essential has to fucking Essential. do the most amount of gymnastics to try to figure out how to keep their livelihood. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, I, like Canada, I, I have to give Canada like a, a little bit of a credit here. Like they've done the most they could to like yeah. help those people stay afloat, like, like to the CERB program and like EI and shit. But it's like, dude, now the government's going into debt. You know what I mean? Like it's not all good because there's bad that's going to come out of it. So now are you going to keep giving niggas money and go deeper, deeper into debt. And then eventually it's going to come back to bite you. It's like, the, the thing for me is like, are we, are we prioritizing short-term solutions over long-term solutions? It's always been like that. For the past hundred years, that's how medicine is treated. Because the short-term oh. solutions usually ends up with long-term fucking terrible shit. <laughs> when the long-term solutions yeah, like, are bad, maybe uncomfortable, not even bad, just uncomfortable in the short-term, but get way better, sustainably better in the long-term. And I don't know why people, the, the problem is like niggas don't, don't even want to have that conversation. People just like literally obediently listen to what they're told to do and then follow it like to the T. And what's funny is n not that much in the States. <laughs> they're different. They're different beasts. But um, like lockdowns still, the, the rules still get broken, which is why like at first the, like, the fucking cases didn't go down that much like now just now they're starting to go down but but at first it wasn't because dude like if someone people 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 are are self self-centered like naturally so if someone really wants to hang out with their friends they're gonna figure out a way <laughs> most everyone i've known have broken the lockdowns rules somehow including me it's like like how do we find a way to make it so that people don't have to fucking be stressed out or depressed because they can't go outside, but also have the least amount of deaths possible. And, and you know what? Like there, there have been some um, considerations for that. Um, I don't know if you've been following Roman Bauber. He's a, an MPP. He's the guy who wrote the letter to, to Doug Ford and mm. then he got fired. <laughs> right. So um, there is like data on this and the data says that most, like the most people, the people at most risk are like in long-term care homes and the elderly with comorbidities. 
So what that implies is that for normal people, um, it's like, frankly, just not that dangerous, right? Anomalies here and there, frankly, like, it's, it's just not as dangerous as people think it is. Most and people even, I know who've, who've got it just would just say like, yeah, it was bad. I couldn't taste anything, smell yeah. anything for a bit. It was terrible. But then, you know, I'm good now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. But yeah, I don't know, man. People will tell you insensitive because some people still die from it. Like, it's, it's so sentimental. And that's it's the thing, like, right? It's like that, that, line, that line is being drawn because of like, well, it's, it's emotional, right? Every death is very tragic. So that line is being blurred with actual facts and they're not able to differentiate or even like um, willing to, right? Because it's, it's, it's tragic. Yeah. It's like, if it affects you that much, like, of course, I, I understand that it's, it's so heavy that you cannot bear it. And I'm saying all this from the perspective of someone who's had like distant family people who I've heard died from getting this shit. Same and here. I still and I still think how I think about it that it like like I I get it, but at the same time it's like, not worth the the detriment to society that is it's causing emotion, Yeah, exactly. The short-term emotions should not outweigh like the like trying to think about what's the best mm-hmm. possible long-term sustainable thing to do. I get it. It and, sucks. But like life sucks, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. And the thing is, like, I I truly think that if if the government wanted to solve this problem, it would have happened ten months ago, frankly. Because remember the like when Trump was talking about hydrochloroquine, right? Hydrochloroquine and zinc, where he suggested like maybe let's just try it because a lot of doctors in the states have 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 said that it's been effective because it's a it's an anti-malarial drug, and it's been used. In the past, and it, the it's very safe. Like the harm that can be done is very minimal, but the good that it can cause is huge, right? Mm-hmm. It can cure someone. It can it can save someone from dying. So he said, "Let's try it." But what did Fauci do? Fauci said, "Oh, it doesn't have a double blind plus like it's not double blind tested, so it's not science. Mm. Like you're gonna wait for a double blind placebo study to save people's lives, like." I, you know, and then what do you know? In November or like a few months later, surprise, it's effective and <laughs> it's being used now. People are saying, yeah, let's use it. In that six months, how many people have to die? <laughs> you exactly. Know? And, and not only that, exactly. but how many people are dying right now because that's not available in other countries or in a certain hospital? Mm. Like there are ways to, to mitigate this if there was integrity. You know, but and frankly, it's funny because like, the way Canada approached it is very interesting to me where Canada allowed um, they locked down internally, but externally people could still go on like could still take flights and go like mm-hmm. to other places. They would just have to quarantine. What's funny right. is the way the variant, the COVID variant got to Canada is from someone coming from the UK to Canada. Meanwhile, Canada itself is locked down internally. But the actual real, I think the real lockdown that is supposed to happen, which is like stopping up the flights and shit, is right. because uh, I, don't, I don't know the country, but most people know, uh, you might even know, there's a country that just like stopped in, like in and out flights when it first came out and then had a, a low lockdown. And then for a very good minute, they did not have any cases. They were at zero for a big, for a big number of time. 
And I think they got started getting new cases. I think once they reopened their their like borders for people to come in, mm-hmm. and then now they're locking it down again. I think on a lockdown perspective, stopping people from going in and out of the country yeah. is more important than like. I mean, that just makes it just provinces. makes sense, right? <laughs> it's just common sense. <laughs> but it's the provinces that are closed, and it's not the country, which is right. very interesting. I don't know if it's because like money or 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 I, I, I think yeah a few things probably I I think one number one is trade right um, import yeah. export and then also like essential stuff like essential people yeah or like you know business or like family stuff but I think I think last thing that uh Nick said that was very nice a good man that was a good analogy the one about the cars and the car accidents. Um, so basically, um, cars would represent your health and the car accidents would represent like COVID. Um, and it's basically like, if a lot of people are driving cars and there are a lot of car accidents, we don't just say, let's just ban driving in the name of safety. What we do instead is we educate people on how to drive safely. We make cars safer Power. and we have ads like about when someone should or shouldn't drive. Like, you know how we approach driving. It doesn't mean that driving at car accidents are not going to keep happening. Because a part of life is like, dude, you're gonna die. <laughs> like death is, and, and that's it's also it's also not a perfect analogy, but of course, there, like it's, I, I, it makes sense to me, you know. Yeah, and it's I, like, dude, and, and with those the gaps that are in the, in that analogy, I can fill it in. In my head, I can fill it in with certain things that that can be done, certain measures that we can actually take, and like certain practical things or just like facts that are leading this whole thing to be so blown out of proportion where it doesn't have to be. The logical thing is like, dude, if this is, if, if the least, if the lethality, lethality, if the lethality depends on, on your immune, on the, how good your immune system is, how good or bad your immune system, why wasn't the first thing we talked about was how to improve your immune system? Because there are ways. Frankly, (laughs) frankly, because they want to control you and they want to make you dependent on the government. They they want dependence. They want to want. They don't want independence. They want. They don't want empowerment. Imagine that, right? Like, like, dude, when we, especially like when we started to reopen again, because when we started to reopen again after the first lockdown from from like April to to whenever reopened again, like in June, I think. Um, why? With with going into that lockdown again, we know people are definitely going to be exposed to it and are going to get it for sure. No matter how many precautions they take, it could happen. Why wouldn't we tell people that like there are ways to strengthen your immune system so that if you do get it out of being outside and going to work or whatever, going to restaurants and shit, if you do get it, you have better chances of recovering and by improving your immune, I've never heard this discussion except from like the very underground people pushed away from the type fringes, like, from you know? the fringes, man. And you know, you know what's funny? These exact same people who who will advocate for that, for empowerment, are being censored. Because I'm not saying masks are wrong. I'm not saying lockdowns. I'm saying, dude, no matter what precautions you take, there is still a chance that you come across this thing. Like no matter how much you try to like run away from it until you yeah. until we find a way to eradicate the the part of the virus itself from the air, you're go- same with the flu. Like you're gonna you're gonna get it. There there's still a chance of you getting it. So what do you do? Is you make you empower yourself. <laughs> you empower yourself. Not avoidance. 
Exactly. You don't run away from it. You make it so that if if you have to face it, which there's a big chance that you do, you can. But what what do what do we do? What's the approach people have taken is that we make people scared and we make people in a constant state of getting of running away from it and seeing it as a big boss that they can't defeat. And then when they do get it, if that's how they see it, it can their body, that's what is being communicated to her entire body down to the immune and, system. And during the first week. It's um, logi- just I, I logical. Had that, I had that exact same experience, right? Yeah, y'all niggas was scared. Right now, <laughs> I was terrified for like the first month. And then that first week, I, I I thought I had it. I thought I really had it. I didn't get tested or anything, but I truly thought I had it. And the first week, we're like, the cases, <laughs> cases were like maybe 10 people. There was, there was no way I had it, right? I, I had been exposed to like two of my friends Maybe oh, there was man. no way I had it. And I, I got like my, my chest started to close up. My throat was like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I did that to myself. There's, <laughs> you know, that's that too. It's like the symptoms are so ambiguous because there's, oh, yeah. there are things, the things we, we, we literally have on a regular basis. Like if, I don't know, dust gets caught up in your nose or in your throat, you, you cough. <laughs> like sometimes you just cough. Like sometimes in the morning I wake up, I'll sneeze like 20 times in a row. But the thing is, now that we know that that's one of the symptoms of this big daddy monster de- that we can't defeat, now that w- when we start sneezing, we start to, dude, we literally start to believe that this is what's going on in our bodies. And what do you think that communicates to the fucking body? <laughs> literally, what do you and, think and that communicates? I was having this conversation with, uh, with someone from one of my breath, one of my breath of the class yesterday. And she was just saying like, wait, let me see if I can pull it up. I don't remember exactly. She's saying... Being open and flexible uh, affects the molecule. Okay, this is like kind of out of, uh, it's just, quote. I'm quoting it, so the grammar isn't perfect. Being open and flexible affecting the molecular, molecular and electrical is the path of healing competence. So the way I understood it is like, it's almost as if the faith or like the surrender to whatever your belief system is opens the cell to let whatever that voltage, whatever that electrical impulse is into the cell, right? So at this point, it's like, it becomes so important to, to like really trust your heart because, and your values, because like I was, uh, the way I quoted it, sticking it to our values is so important for, for this as the mirror minefield of the mind tends to distort things. So it's going to distort that electrical impulse, whatever it is you're receiving, right? Fear. You should be afraid of this virus. It's going to distort that impulse, and it's going to open up the cell and let that impulse in of fear, of dis-ease. You're not at ease. You're at disease. It's going to let that into the cell, and you're going to experience that. Or and it's going to become your reality. Experience like healing voltages, right? Healing like love. And really true empowerment. And that's that will be your experience. But you know what that's called? That's called a hippie thought. Niggas talk, niggas call that hippie talk. Niggas call that niggas, bro. It's niggas call that new agey. Niggas call that rara. Like the whole idea, the whole idea of empowering yourself as an individual is called, is pushed on the side and, and called a bad label. The whole idea of you taking control of your own self, bro, of being self-sustainable 
is called like hippie shit, rah rah, new age bullshit conspiracy. I'm not saying anything Author about of this book was like pe- people didn't let him do his first studies because they thought oh, they thought they already knew, right? They thought they already knew. They didn't. They didn't uh, need to for audio audio people. Yeah, so it's the Body Electric by Robert Becker, and he was essentially just looking at like if if like healing is caused by electricity, the electrical impulses that our brain sends. And it's a whole like journey that he came across. But yes, we are electrical beings, right? <laughs> so, so that will be the, the primary modality for your own healing. Yeah. And what is like, it's the information, information, electricity, whatever you want to call it, source. That information that you're letting into the cell is what's going to determine its expression. Period. Yeah. Your body can't, your subconscious can't tell what's real from what's not, which is why mm. even though you know you're watching a fictional horror movie, you still get scared. Yeah, your heart rate's going crazy. Your heart rate still goes up because your subconscious can't, doesn't know. So if you're communicating to your subconscious that you're fucking sick <laughs> and that you are not strong and that you cannot survive X, Y, Z, your subconscious your subconscious basically just tries to like affirm everything you tell it. It affirms everything you tell it. So if you if that's what you say, your subconscious will be like, "All right, cool. Like let's let's install that program <laughs> into your being," and then that's what happens. But the whole idea, I don't. It's just appalling to me. Like it's literally appalling to me how just the idea of telling someone that like, "Yo, you can actually like <laughs> you can actually." Like strengthening yourself. If you, if you intend it or if you believe it. Like you know it's what I mean? like, you like you can interpret it. You can if, interpret it to mean that, right? What if but the first solution wasn't to take a pill? What if the I'm not saying I'm not pushing aside Western medicine. I'm just saying You know what? what I, first... I'll, I'll I'll do it for you. I think Western medicine is amazing for emergencies. Emergency yeah. man, surgery, like car accidents. You need something fixed like instantly, like you're gashing, you're gushing blood. You're good. Western medicine is will save you. Period. But in terms of preventative measures and like actual like full system thinking, it is trash, man. You cannot look into a microscope and like determine the solution. You have to look at you, you have to zoom out and figure out how can I approach this. Preventative measures, yeah. Possible. Preventative measures, making sure it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not about, yeah, it's like so many, it's like why so many, it's the thing about fucking how people by the time they get to fucking 50, 60 are taking six, seven different medications every day because medication one that they started taking years ago has side effect, has side effects that need medication two and three. And then two and three have side effects any medication four or five, mm-hmm. but then four or five doesn't interact with medication one properly. So you need to take six, seven mm-hmm. so that you can, <laughs> you know what I mean? So what you're doing every day, so what you do it every day is take a bunch of pills. And at a certain point when you don't want to take those pills anymore, and it's been years, you realize, oh shit, my body can't even live without this anymore. Withdrawal. That is literally the that thing is, with, with Jordan Peterson, the thing that happened with. The thing that happened with Jordan Peterson, where he, like his body got so addicted mm-hmm. and dependent on the on whatever the medication was taking, that like it became like fatal for him to not take it. The withdrawal was so bad that it became it threatened his life. 
and he had to figure out how to like deal with the with the yeah. with recovering from it, with rehab. And, and so, I don't dude, I don't think like what? people people really wrap their head around that entire thing. I didn't until a few months years ago. He's like, if you isolate something from nature and you like pure, like you just isolate a variable from nature and put it into your body, your body doesn't recognize that as readily as if it was from the actual organic material, right? So um, an uh, example would be vitamin C in an orange. If you extract vitamin C and just take vitamin C, mm. your body's not going to recognize it as an orange and it's not going to assimilate it the same way as it would an orange. Because the orange itself has all the other things around the vitamin C that allow your body to take it in perfectly. So when you get just the fucking isolated... Imagine what you're doing when when you like allopathically like with with that, with your microscope, this is going to solve that problem. And then, oh, surprise, it's like fucking Green Goblin, Dr. Oct, like Dr. Octopus, like surprise, you have side effects from mutating or like trying to solve this one problem, right? The thing is, every 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 solution usually creates new problems. That's the way the world works. Because if if we fix everything, there's no point to remaining alive because we always have to be fixing something. The thing is, can we have a solution that creates the least <laughs> amount of problems possible? And, and that you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> on that on that on that note, actually, I also wrote because like. And this is just like take it for for take for what it is. Um, not saying I'm making any implications, but is it fair to remain weak so that you can rely on the strong to continue protecting you? I mean, it seems like that's how people want to live their lives. People don't have time. People don't have time to figure out how to like, you know. It's like, <laughs> like I don't know, dude. They don't make people. Are- I guess people are, what, what's the thing? And it's, it's almost built into the system. People are too busy trying to figure out how to pay their bills to figure out how to strengthen their immune system, to take the time to even think about how to strengthen their immune system because they're, they're trying to figure out. It's like, it's so fear-based. It's actually, you know, it's like, if I don't pay my bills, I get the chance of being kicked out and evicted or I lose my phone service or I lose blah, 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 blah. So let me worry about that. But the whole time you're breathing from your mouth <laughs> and you're breathing out and you're shallow breathing and you don't realize that in fucking maybe 10, 15 years, that's going to like literally half your lifespan. And, and yeah, then, and you, then they'll be you like, you paid oh, those bills. I don't know. What, I don't know how. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> you, you paid the bills, but at the cost of half of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it worth it? I'm not saying if it was or if it wasn't. I know which one I prefer, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not even in, like I'm not even trying to push any ideology onto anyone because honestly, you just choose to live however the fuck you want to live. But remember that there are consequences to everything you fucking do. So when you're out here not paying attention to fucking taking care of yourself, yeah, right? So when you're fucking spending time not taking care of yourself because you want to get shit done now, but then later you can't even enjoy yourself because you put yourself on the side so much that now you're barely alive. Don't ask why. Yeah. And yeah, it's like wherever you look, you, you see this, you see this, right? It's like, um, life gets 
segment segmentalized. It's like you you isolate one one part of life for another, and and that's why I think it's like the holistic approach. The approach is is the way, because holistic, by definition, is whole. Mm-hmm. Right? It it accounts for the entire circle. It doesn't isolate anything. So when you when you take this approach, I think that those consequences will be like greatly mitigated and in fact those consequences will end up being positive consequences because you're accounting for the entire system parting assignment motherfuckers in the audience google search how to fucking strengthen your immune system just start there like you're probably gonna find things that may be wrong or right but just just ask the question and then your brain because the world shapes itself to fit what you believe and what you ask and what you think about. Though you can't focus on everything at once, so your brain makes up for it by literally structuring the world around what you think and believe. So when you start to ask the question and think about it, the world will reshape itself in a different way and you'll start to see it in a different way and you'll start to maybe try to approach things differently. And immune system is not only something good for fighting COVID, but just for fighting everything most things that could kill you naturally in life in general like that's that's why people die when they get old because their immune system literally just goes to shit so when they get something that we like a flu that we can survive easily their immune system isn't good enough because they're old so they die so immune system and the thing is same with same with uh what's it called um anti-age products you take them before you're old (laughs) <laughs> like when you're old and your fucking skin is 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 old, taking anti-age is not going to do anything because you didn't take it back when you had to, when you had the face you wanted to keep. I'm not saying anti I'm not for or against. I'm just using the analogy because I know you probably have your own thoughts about that. <laughs> but uh, but it's about doing it now. You take care yeah. of yourself now. And on, on that note, um, with the segmentalization, it's like I... I've discussed the whole COVID thing and like the death rates with some friends. And I bring up the fact that um, like annual death rate from heart, heart disease alone in the States is 600,000. So that's more than COVID. They eat McDonald's all the time. It's more than COVID this year. So, so I'm, I'm thinking like, Hey, like, isn't it, wouldn't it make sense that the people dying from COVID, there is overlap because these people have comorbidities, right? Most, most deaths are comorbidities for COVID. So when this overlaps, you have to start thinking, how many of these people were already compromised? <laughs> right. <laughs> were like already, frankly, on their way out. And you have to like scale it. Like wh- what is the appropriate measure now? Like you have this factor and you, you're, you have knowledge of this that was already existing. How much of this is contributing to this? And some people don't think that exists. Like, oh, that's, that's heart disease. That's not related to COVID. How's it not related to COVID? That's someone's immune system that is compromised. That is directly related to COVID. And that is directly related to this whole Western allopathic approach of medicine where food... Food should be medicine, but it's not. Medicine is 
medicine. And people take Food, it. Because people are coming it times a day, fucking for like how many days a week? Like, you know? Food's coming Why with like 20, 20 chemicals to keep the food good as long as possible so that niggas don't lose as money from having, from not, from the food not being sold. So then they put a bunch of preservatives in it. But then how does your body react to these preservatives? Is it evolved enough to be able to fucking handle them? Is it spending most of its time trying to make up for those preservatives instead of like, you know, the other shit that it's supposed to be doing? And then now when you get a fucking illness, does your body, can your body handle it? Because it was too busy doing other shit, trying to get used to preservatives that you eat every day. Like as you're sick, you're eating food that has preservatives in it. So your body is confused. Becoming evolution happens in five years. Like your body's still the same body was like thousands of years ago. It's not evolved enough for preservatives. Definitely not. It's, it's not the way we're supposed to be assimilating information. And I was going to say, like, you know how, like, lo- local is, people would like supporting local, right? Yeah. Support local. It's like, do it. So, um, for me, that, that, that's just, like, if you simplify, it's, like, know where what you're consuming is coming from. Know where it's coming from. Know who makes it. I know why they make it. All of that should be a massive factor in everything you consume. So, let's start with food. Where's our food coming from? It's coming from fucking China. It's like, it's been in a plane. It's, it's been through a whole process for it to get on your plate. So who made it at the end of the day? You don't know, right? Who's making, um, I don't know, let's go straight to medicine. Who's making your medicine? Pfizer, Moderna. Do they have lawsuits against them? Answer is yes. <laughs> and, and like, how can you trust these people to be like making a vaccine that has that is brand new mRNA has never been done before. How are you going to be trusting these people to, to make that and put that into your bloodstream? Who the fuck knows what this is going to do? Like their doctors, like, their their uh, vaccine anti-vax vaccine advocates that have like um, taken this apart and actually explained it. I encourage everyone to like dig deeper. Because frankly, like the, the, I've said frankly so much, but this, this, this little hour and a half audio bite, whatever, is not going to answer all your questions. It's, it's, I've been at this for 10 months. <laughs> you know, like, and I, I'm still digging. Yeah. All right. We're just under an hour. So let's end it there. I want to keep this under an hour. No, listen, man. Look, think for your fucking self, nigga. Find your informations. God damn it. And, and, and I, will, I, will, I will say, I, will, I, I want to add one more thing. I was Fuck. just doing research yesterday, like, randomly. I, I, I was talking to you and Adam about this just before. About, like, uh, the, the, uh, re- the frequency, right? The resonant frequency device that cures cancer. Ra- Ra- Royal Raymond Reif. And for the past few days, I've also been looking at Victor Schauberger and oh, fuck, another, another name that I forgot. But these scientists have been like, they were cutting edge. They were 100 years ahead of their time. No one understood them. And the science completely like blew apart the, like, the, the current mainstream dogma. Mm. So what happened? Oh, you have free. You have a way to make free energy and cure cancer. Not on my watch. We're not going to let you make that device. We're not going to let you 
implemented into the mainstream, right? It's like whoever wins the war tells history. And these people have so much control and power that they cannot, they, they, they won't let the truth out. Or at least it's going to be distorted by the time it's out. So yeah. what I would tell you is that um, don't, trust Google, don't, don't trust the first Google search because often it's, it's being controlled by those exact same people that suppress the truth. Use DuckDuckGo or something. But I would say find, find someone that you trust that speaks directly to your heart, not, not here, not, not, oh, this many cases a day, right? Blah, blah, blah. Speak someone, find someone that speaks directly to your heart. For me, that's, that's been Paul Cech, Aubrey Marcus, right? Mostly health, holistic health practitioners. Yeah. And find someone that you truly trust and still ask questions, still doubt them. Yeah. But those people are your best sources for information that is reliable, in my opinion. Question everything. It, it goes through that filter, right? So that, that's what I would say. Question everything, question yourself, question authority, question, question even the people you think are right, question everything, question everything, because nothing, everything is always of, changing. The source of your information is the most important thing, especially like with, with information age. So it's very easy to uh, manipulate people. The essence of, of the entire fucking universe is impermanence. Everything is always changing. Truths are always changing. So if you get to attach to something, by the time it's been a week since you've accepted it as your truth. There's probably been some sort of change in it. It's probably evolved or devolved somehow. Question everything. Don't get too caught up with your fucking beliefs about how the world works because that's how, that's how you suffer. <laughs> Peace. And, and, ask, and ask questions. <laughs> ask the right question. That, that, that will lead you. Like, yeah, there's no such thing as a stupid question, for sure. Right? But the the trajectory of that question will lead you two different ways or like many different degrees, but like sim to just simplify ask, that. Just they ask questions you. that go, just different ask questions ways. that are the opposite of the questions you've asked. Like always go for the contradictory argument. Like never like what are Republicans saying? What are Democrats also saying? You don't hear Republicans agree with them and then stay there. You have to also see what the Democrats are mm -hmm. saying. And then try and then see it without the fucking filter of the bias. And Victor Schauberger, the water wizard, he said the, the truth is often 180 degrees opposite to what like is being perpetuated by the mainstream. So just look look the other way. <laughs> 180 <laughs> degrees turn. It's just useful. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, no, do, it's, whatever, it's, do whatever the fuck you want. I would do whatever the fuck I want. We'll see, we'll see who's right in 70 years. Because <laughs> I could be healthy as shit and still get killed by a car. So who knows? All right. Um, thank you for listening and shit. Love you. Mm. You want to say anything else? Give, give us autoimmune strengthening <laughs> devices. No, don't give us autoimmune conditions. I don't want an autoimmune. Auto <laughs> wow, we kept it under... Just an